Welcome, Bills Mafia, to Bills or Bust, the podcast dedicated to all things Buffalo Bills. I'm Tom Murphy. Join in as we talk about the Buffalo Bills, of course, and also the other 31 teams in the league that will watch us win the Super Bowl or bust. Hey, 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 hey. To quote the great Marv Levy, fight on my men, Sir Andrew said, I am hurt, but I am not slain. I'll lay me down and bleed a while, and then I'll rise and fight again. It's the only comfort we can probably take uh, right now after uh, that crushing loss today to Cincinnati. Joining me today is my good buddy, the first uh, guest on Bills or Bust, Jason Thurston. Hey, Jason, how you doing, man? All things considered. Uh, all things considered, uh, hanging in. Uh, I guess there's the whole wait till next year that the Brooklyn Dodgers would always say, and 1955 eventually came. Would have loved to have been this year, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I hear you. And I know you went to uh, a famous uh, Bill's Backers Bar in Patterson, New Jersey, Duffy's, which we Good went place. and saw the Miami game. Oh, yeah. And uh, 100 people packed. I know, yeah, you showed me uh, pictures. It uh, seemed like a good time. Uh, I had uh, bad luck with bars this year watching games. Not that I'm superstitious at all, but man, I imagine uh, the feeling wasn't so great there today, was it? No, the uh, air was sucked out of the room pretty fast. It was one of those things where, you know, you want to have a moment. For a little bit, there's the one drive, the one drive where we started to get excited mm-hmm. and it looked hopeful, but then there was just, it was hope was just outside the reach almost every drive it just really did not feel it felt like we barely got close at any point this game yeah it was uh it was one of those things didn't seem like our day everything seemed to go cincinnati's way and it's just uh it was a little surreal something we weren't used to this season uh, even in our losses we were always in them and yeah. this was just uh not not what we were hoping for for sure just very listless just you know, I, I, I'm not going to call any. I mean, we talk about players playing with fire. I don't. I don't think it's that. Just, but it's possible that ultimately, you know, I, I said this a couple of weeks ago. I felt that either they were going to run to the Super Bowl or that the they were just sapped from just such a an exhausting season with you know tragedy after tragedy after victory. I mean, even where you know Darmar Hamlin, it's we're so thankful that it worked out, that he was able to get to the game today. But we're all human at a certain point. It's just mm-hmm. you're exhausted from you know, the, the days that they had to trudge through the snow to get to another game, you know, playing on the road most of the time. And then you, you don't know if one of your best friends, the person that you've gone to war with, they've gone to the football field with over and over again. All of a sudden, I mean, you don't think about it as a life and death thing, but then you know, you have that. And then for a week, they, you didn't know really what was going to happen. And mm-hmm. I just have to wonder uh, if at that, at a certain point, there just wasn't any energy left because I can't explain what happened today just from. Oh, yeah. And with that, uh, I'm just going to give a, uh, you know, most everybody saw this today, but just going to give a uh, quick uh, minute recap here, like we do on every show. On a mildly snowy day at Highmark Stadium, Cincinnati Bengals performed the exact way Bills Mafia hoped the Bills would, dominating every aspect of the game from beginning to end, defeating the Bills 27-10 in the AFC Divisional Round. 
ending the bill season that had the most expectations in 30 years, leaving the Bills Mafia with only higher hopes for next season. It's about the only way, uh, you know, we can kind of recap that game. It's, uh, you had mentioned, obviously, the DeMar Hamlin situation. While he's considerably better, it was great to see him at the game. That was, you know, one bright spot. You know, he did the heart yeah. thing, which uh, there is silver lining in this game because, you know, when it comes down to it, that's really all that matters is his health. And you might be right. You mentioned they looked exhausted. They may probably the two games that they won beforehand, probably just one on pure talent. Yeah, no, just just the last burst of energy. And in the last game, they were just probably that much better than than the Dolphins at that period. The Dolphins had sort of backed in to the playoffs so that no matter what went wrong, they were still going to be in that game. And uh, just when they were faced with a strong team on a roll, it might be just as simple as that. It's the yeah. classic Sunday and out of Sundays, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and it's something we, you know, kind of precluded to earlier. Something we're not used to. It's been more than a year since we've been, like, dominated in a game. It's probably the last one was that Colts regular season yeah. game last year. This game just, uh, we lost 27-10. Almost felt a little worse than that. The yeah, that's Bengals awesome. just, that close. Yeah, yeah, Bengals just seemed to be able to, like, run, almost do whatever they wished. Uh, and it seemed like we, we even got, like, a couple lucky breaks. And we had talked yesterday about how you kind of felt, uh, I always say, like the mistakes, the mistakes, the mistakes, the mistakes. You know, like there weren't the real types of mistakes that we usually make, like the turnovers. Well, the only turnover was very late in the game when it was yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much the, the last gasp. It wasn't even the last gasp, but at that point it was already done. It was, yeah. just, let's see if we can get one score on the board. It was mm-hmm. like 40 seconds left. Yeah, and also talk about, like, uh, to complain about the O-line, O-line. They weren't great by any means, but they weren't the reason we lost. It was just uh, something, I wish I could put my finger on it, something was missing. You know, to start the game with two three-and-outs is just not the Bills' high-powered offense, which we're used to. When you're facing the Bengals, you just, you can't do that. You can't, you've got to keep up at least, you have to at least, I mean, two field goals are going to put you behind by, already by eight points. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Like there seemed to be life. You know, they were actually moving the ball. Allen actually finished the game. Obviously, some of it was garbage time. Actually, finished the game with more yards than uh, <laughs> than Burrow. You know, completion percentage a little different story. I mean, not even that worse. Obviously, some very few bright spots. You had mentioned Shakir. Shakir came up with two huge catches. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Matt Milano, I thought as usual, was all over the place. Yeah, he did have a maybe like a missed tackle here and there. It was like Bills obviously didn't play their best game. You have to give credit where credit's due. Cincinnati was more or less flawless today. Their execution was just, you know, fantastic on offense, and they absolutely did what they needed to do on defense. Well, I heard one of the Cincinnati fans, content creators, talking about how they just found ways to win. And they they're just they just seem to be on this trip on this is almost a team of destiny type thing going on, and it's almost like they were playing a little weak for a bit, and they faced theoretically strong competition and met the challenge. And good for them, I think oh, yeah. they're yeah. You forget they're the defending champions. <laughs> I know, yeah, and that's the thing. Like now, they were, you know, they're defending against champions, yeah. 
Oh yeah, I mean uh, Romo and uh, uh, Nance were just. Uh, it is Jim Nance, right? Oh, my God, I was, yes, Jim Nance. Romo was yeah. yes, Jim. <laughs> I should know because they they pretty much analyze every Bills game. Yeah, you know, yeah, on CBS. Know. But uh, obviously, yeah, it was just always like, is it Nance? Because I mean, Romo is definitely the story of every commentary game, and uh, they were kind of saying like they a lot of teams just did not give you know Cincinnati the uh, credit they deserve winning. Obviously. We were hyped beyond belief, rightfully so. Yeah. And obviously people still, you know, thought the Chiefs were in there. People were giving the Chargers a huge boost. They didn't they didn't come through. And when you come to think of it, the Bills ended up having, aside from today, a great season. 13 and 3 was about as good as we ever did mm-hmm. during the Super Bowl years. I don't think we've ever had 14 win. One of the I don't think either any Super Bowl years. I think 13 and 3 was the 13 and 3, yeah, which uh, we did in our 16 game season. 14 and 3, I think, is about uh, before today. Yeah, that'll be the goal. You know, that'll be the goal next year. We'll see. But uh, there was a story with the Bills this year, kind of like team of like two halves, even though the half, it was kind of like pre bye week and then post bye week. We're still like great, had a great record post bye week, but we were 5 and 1 heading into the bye, ending that stretch with a monster game against Kansas City probably one of our best games. And then even though uh, we went eight and two the remainder of the season, just kind of seemed to be just a little something missing. I kind of felt there was, this team was a little vulnerable. There was not a team that showed no vulnerability this season, but just kind of started to think maybe they didn't have that oomph, that buzzsaw. That was a term we threw around a lot. They were still, still effective. Could be the exhaustion too. I mean, on that, I mean, that was part of. They had three games in eleven days that they won all three games on on the road. And at a certain point, I mean, it really was just kind of a ridiculous season. That's where I get a little bit of solace, a little bit of comfort in, is the idea that the same thing that kind of made me feel a little down after the great game, the great way we ended last year, was uh, the idea that no matter what you do. No matter how powerful you are in the regular season, you can just have a bad day and it's over. But the other side of that is uh, if you have a strong team and you know know that you have the ability to get there, once you get there, every year you have a chance. No, absolutely. And uh, it's just amazing how our expectations have just completely (laughs) skyrocketed in the past uh, few years. You know, where it was just like, oh, please, just let it, just please let us make the playoffs. Yeah. Where now it's just, uh, we clinched the playoffs in like week 13. And we're just kind of like, oh, yeah, of course, we knew that was happening. Imagine after that Miami game where, uh, before Rex Ryan got fired, I think it was the one who was that overtime game where uh, Rex Ryan decided to punt with four minutes left in overtime (laughs) and still had a chance to uh, win the division at that point. And that would have been the 17th year that we didn't go to the playoffs. If you had been told at that point, uh, as Rex Ryan's about to get fired, as we're playing this just kind of meaningless game at the end, 17 years of not going to the playoffs, that you would have three years. We would have we would go to the we would go to the playoffs five. Was it four, five, of seven years? Six of seven years? Five of six years? We'll edit this. <laughs> right. Five and five and six years. Yep. Five and six years, and three years in a row, you'd win a playoff game. Four years in a row, you'd have 10 wins or more. You'd have a quarterback who you know every year has a chance to be the MVP. 
you know, has the chance to just drive you through there. You, we dreamed of a franchise QB through Edwards, through uh, Lossman, through Ben uh, <laughs> Pelt, through uh, EJ Manuel, through Tyrod <laughs> Taylor and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I loved them, but mm-hmm. you, you knew they were not somebody you could build a championship on. And there's very few quarterbacks you can do that with. Joe Burrow is one. Patrick Mahomes is another. And Josh Allen, you kind of know that one day he will get us there. And you know yeah. you have a chance every year you have him. And you probably will have a chance with him. He loves being in Buffalo. He'll be there for the next 10 years, pretty pretty certainly. So. Oh, yeah. It's like that's one one thing we don't have an issue with. We have, we have very, very few issues. It's yeah. just... Like and that's the thing, we're probably not really missing anything. It's mm-hmm. just kind of getting it all together at the certain times. Even the offensive line, there I think there's a there's a lot of different things that eventually they can come together. You might be able to get a guard in the the draft this year with the twenty seventh pick. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Bates will work. Maybe Bates will click. At the end of the year last year, four out of the five guys who are there now. We're playing at a top level. They were not giving up any sacks. They were making running lanes. They were about as good as you could be. So I felt really positive. I, I felt hopeful when we came into the season that the O-line might actually have not maybe not solved, but would not be a problem. If there's one thing that I'm questioning going into next year besides expiring contracts, it's always hard to solve the problem of an offensive line. What do you do? How do you fix it at times? Sometimes it's hard to know what is broken. No, yeah, no. That's kind of what uh, what do the Bills like do moving forward? It's not a reflection so much on the team. You know, these things happen. It just happened at the absolute worst moment for us. Our losses were by combined eight points in the regular season, and today, I mean, it's only seventeen. Yeah, but um, you know, going forward. We're going to be good next year. There's a lot of great teams in the AFC, though, and we do have some contract issues. I mean, mainly Edmonds. There's Poyer, yeah. uh, Singletary, and maybe you can help me out with this, Hyde? No, Hyde goes one more year. Hyde, Hyde goes through more. this year. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's uh, huge because, you know, we talk about Hyde. Here's a huge loss, especially, you know, in week two because a huge part of our defense is was – that combination of, of that safety tandem, it definitely prevented teams from going deep on us very often, like in the past two years. It would be great to keep both of them. Bean has been kind of a magician when it comes to moving the salary cap. I know we're kind of, uh, you know, we're, we're at that part. From that off of a uh, uh, off of over the cap, and it's been confirmed. I've heard other, um, some, I've heard content creators who are very adept at the math of, of the salary cap. It's pretty much the same thing. There is $70 million that can be moved around. A lot of it is in Josh Allen's contract. You can guarantee uh, his salary for next year. That's $26 million right there. Uh, and it's a lot of years. You know he's going to be there. So, and mm-hmm. you know the salary. Very good chance that with the TV money and with the gambling money, that the salary cap is going to explode the next few years. It might not this year, so that might make it a little tricky. Mm-hmm. But it does mean that you can take a gamble and uh, convert Allen's money, I believe. And there's a, I think Deion Dawkins, Tredavious White, there's a few. I heard Von Miller, but the, I, looking at the math, I think they might have done something this year that may have negated that. But oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm th- I mean, I am thinking also with Von, Von Miller signed till he's 39. Uh, yeah, that's a tricky one. Both, that, yeah. yeah. We'd probably both be uh, 
shocked if he plays for the Bills till he's 39. So, you know, there might be a lot of uh, room to play with that where, you know, who knows, maybe we'll be in dire straits in a few years when we're playing a guy to uh, live in retirement in Hawaii. But, you know, at least we have, you know, we'll have him coming back. He'll be hungry. Hopefully it, yeah. it, it, uh, it's not the same timeline as for Davis White and uh, how all of these injuries are different. I've gotten the impression from things like banged up bills and uh, I, I'm not getting that same vibe that it's going like last year I would hear Tredavious White oh he's not going to play until at least mid-season the late season I'm like no 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 that can't possibly be I, I blew it completely yeah. off and well mm-hmm. it happened how it happened it was exactly a year almost a year to the day oh yeah was his first game back the Thanksgiving game Thanksgiving day, yeah I think that was not an accident oh yeah yeah let's hope uh I mean that's not the case uh I mean we'll still be a tough team I mean even if we're you know they're not just going to let everybody fly. You know, but even if they did, I think they're still, they're still a top team. I mean, I think there's still oh, a three. You know, I have to feel, uh, you know, we we talk a lot about Tremaine Edmonds. We both think, you even more so, that he's been solid his career. This year was something different. He was definitely a huge, like, reason our defense was so effective. You know, huge a step lot. up in, huge step up in, uh, in this coverage game. Uh, for sure. holding, uh, holding QBs, opposing QBs and wide receivers under, uh, I believe it's like about 69% QB rating. Uh, only mm-hmm. Poyer and uh, Milano were lower than that. And only one missed tackle, like a 1% missed tackle rate. You don't really get much better than yeah. that, particularly oh. when you're a linebacker. It's, uh, it's oh, for sure. It is funny. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he like missed like tackles so much. It seems like the Bills on the whole... Like it seems like they missed like a lot of tackles, just not not as much in years past. I mean, everybody's saying like, oh, the missed tackles are still a problem. My mind is still in like 2014, 2015, where it was just like completely a tackling optional defense. You know, way you know, way back then, where it was just like, no, they've gotten a little better at that. And it's kind of uh don't even know where we go with potential free agents. We're probably gonna have to find some uh affordable offensive linemen at least to compete. Yes, yeah. Find some diamonds in the rough, maybe some second contracts that yeah. could use some rehabilitation. Yeah. I do not. Yeah, and you're kind of like, the, you're definitely the contract expert of this friendship. Do you think, uh, you're pretty sure, Saffold was just a one-year, right? Saffold, yeah, I believe there. it's an option. I believe it's a year and an option. Okay, I, I, I all due respect, I opt no. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> It's, if you can get out of the contract, I would say at this point, oh, yeah, it's just uh, uh, probably yeah. lost that. And uh, if you can't next to Dawkins, you can't do that. Then it's probably just just done. He's uh, he's thirty four. Um, he seems like a great guy and a great teammate. And I wish yeah. it worked out. Absolutely, yeah. They're all good guys on this team. You know, it's uh, kind of have to remember that. And you know, another thing like with the loss today, it's. Uh, I mean, for me, it was just overall a bad game, so it was kind of easier not to like pick on any certain players. It was just this team that we love that just uh, did not get it done. But we love we love what this team does. It was a little disheartening. I got to kind of go back to the game now. Kind of noticed Diggs was a little Diggs was getting a little upset with Allen during the game, and at the end, you could definitely see he was there was a little tension there. I'm sure they'll figure that out. It's just yeah, it was a hot, most very emotional game, you know. Yeah. 
and uh, probably they couldn't figure out how to how to solve what was going on, and that's mm-hmm. got to be frustrating because they, that it hasn't happened to them. I mean, they're yeah. kind of to a degree spoiled in that regard too, in that they haven't faced this sort of thing in the last year and a half. It the three years they've been together, when his digs really had a had a rough time. So, yeah, no, nobody really. There's never a rhythm. Could never quite. Uh, the weather or the energy or who knows i mean yeah no, there was a lot of uh you know a lot of things uh and also one thing you know kind of going forward pass rushes uh, it's something I, we did not want to what, talk about well, i don't know what to say about it right now because you know i can't really defend it they had the one stack i believe milano, oh, yeah. milano. It was milano for like a three-yard lineman I mean, over the year, I thought they—I mean—they they were not terrible in getting pressure by any standards. They were very consistent about getting sacks. There were no games where the D line was entire, entirely shut out. The Mixon's abilities to run all over them was an anomaly. That's not like how they were all year. He's like the third or maybe fourth running back to get any traction against them. And no, like no monster runs by him. It was just consistent, just consistent, consistent, consistent. Well, the thing early in the game that just the, the weird stat last week, there was a weird stat, you know, I didn't share it, but you know, when we were dominating, when Allen had the perfect QB rating, <laughs> Tyler Thompson had a zero QB rating. I'd never seen anything quite like it. And it just kept going and going through into the second quarter. And uh, today, um, I think it was the first three drives, the longest play by the Bills was shorter than the shortest play by the Bengals. Maybe they went off, but you know, every they the shortest play was a four yard play on first down for the longest play for us was a three yard run. Oh yeah, no, I remember yeah, that was early. You had texted that and it was kind of like, uh it's like I was kind of noticing that and but I didn't want to believe it. No. Yeah. At first when the when the Bengals went right on the field, I wasn't worried at all. Because it just felt like, okay, that was the weather. The offense knows where they're going. We have a very strong offense. And the Bengals' defense over the year was not necessarily – that was about the same as the Bills' defense. They are pretty – they were pretty uh, – so I figured, okay, well, that's how the game's going to be. At one point, we'll be able to stop them. We'll get the – we could get the double up between the last play of the first half and the first play of the second half. And it's just – just keep going. I would have faith for the Bills to do that, but – they couldn't get anything going. And what do you do in that case? You know you have Allen. You know you have Diggs. You know you have mm-hmm. Knox. You know you have these players who are – and Davis was not playing badly today even. And oh, Chris, uh, he was kind of uh, – if he could have gotten going, he was being – they called him you know, big game game, you know. Yeah. It was just like there were times he had a great like sideline catch. It was uh, – Easily yeah. had a play. I mean – Oh, Beasley had, Beasley had several nice plays. Uh, I mean, Knox was great. Diggs was like there wasn't there weren't egregious drops. No, no, they, 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 that was the thing. The thing that we were worried about didn't happen, and mm-hmm. yet there were a lot of things. You know, I think uh, you know when we talked yesterday, mentioned that the Bengals kind of known for being like a one half team. Yeah, like, like a very strong uh, one half, and then kind of taking an, a half off, which uh, just you know didn't really. I mean, you could say they only had 10 points in the second half, but, you know, they were just kind of consistently good. And we just did not, we did not have a good quarter. 
We did not have, really have a good quarter of the whole game. Maybe the second quarter we had that nice drive. And yeah, it was just, I, I don't like to say too many things on fate. It just didn't seem like our day. And it just it seemed like our day. And for, for all the wins that we had this year and all the resilience and all the frustrations, I can't say that this was our year. We may have been given to us at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. We've been supposedly destined to win this year, and Vegas might have said that. But when it when the game started getting played, even the five and one stretch, something just it just wasn't. We just injury after injury after injury after weirdness after you know. I mean, Dawson Knox's brother. I mean, it's it's it mm-hmm. takes a while to keep going on these things, and you know, it's yeah. sort of a thing where you, there's a famous thing, you know, like you. Uh, you can't use injuries as an excuse, and it's not that it's an excuse, but at a certain point, you're like, if you're you're calling in my cat, then you know you're not gonna <laughs> have a drop off from from Micah Hyde to my cat. So it's one of those things, like, yeah, you can definitely not so much excuses, but like explanations. Yeah, you know, there are things. Uh, it is hard when we have those. I I kind of go back, like I noticed, not to say anything's wrong. With that, you kind of saw like yesterday, Patrick Mahomes, who looked like he was playing on like a separated foot. He was not. In the one drive they put in Henny, he drives them down to a 98-yard. Henny, yeah, uh, I heard that one. Yard, like it was a 98-yard drive. I mean, he did not look like Patrick Mahomes. And in a way, you could probably say, even with like with the injuries, uh, especially because the injuries were mainly on defense, the defense did really get it done with those injuries. This was the first game we lost without Miller. Kind of goes to show like uh like it's such a fickle game. It's not like the other sports where you play a game, where you play a team, best four out of seven. It's just like one shot every round. It's just one of those sports and you have a bad day, you're done. Oh absolutely. And like there have been greater teams than this that did not get it done. As much as I love this team this year, we were not the 2007 Patriots. No, no. And I think that's part of what, what went wrong is we were sort of sold a bill of goods that we were going <laughs> to the 2007 Patriots. And it, again, like the whole, I don't want to say injuries, it wasn't injuries necessarily, but I think that was the first thing you can say. You don't know that if we didn't yeah. have a hide injury, that we didn't have a mm-hmm. bond injury, or we didn't have all these different times where we're juggling the secondary that for a bit. Milano out for a bit, everyone on the line out at one point, even Daquan Jones eventually. You know, you 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 don't know. You can't say that it wouldn't have happened, but you can't say that it would have happened. No, it is kind of funny going like to the beginning of the season because I don't want to say like bought into the hype because the hype was real, and we yeah, did have a thir- we did have a thirteen and three season. It's not like we were, <laughs> you know, it was uh, we we kind of fit that. We kind of fit that. We knew there were some vulnerabilities. You know, we were winning a lot of games just purely on the fact that we were a much better team which is a good position to be in but you know it was like pretty much like once it was like oh yeah they're gonna be good and then like the von miller thing it was just add one player and it's like oh the super bowl is like i felt like 90 percent of the analysts were saying we were going to win the super bowl and i was being like okay you know it's like kind of calm down but i i 100 let that get to me <laughs> and was just like my god they must be they're onto something you know but I also knew like a lot of great teams and a lot of great teams in the AFC. It's just like, again, it's like uh, any given Sunday, anything can happen. And you mentioned the 2007 Patriots. I mean, 
you have the 18 and one Patriots. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it was like that one, that one day where nobody gave the giants a shot that game. I didn't give the giants a shot when they even went ahead. I was just like, Oh, this is the Patriots year. And you know what they're going to do. Yeah. And it's like, it usually is nobody's year. Every team has a, uh, much as a shot as anybody. It's uh, Giants are an exemplar of that. The Giants did that twice where they did not mm-hmm. have a, they had a middling year, barely got into the uh, postseason, and mm-hmm. then won it all. And nobody differentiates them from any other winners. So. Exactly. Yeah. It kind of just goes to show, like, at least uh, for the foreseeable future, we're going to be in that conversation because it doesn't seem like any team is really going to, you know, next year, really get those final pieces. I don't know what the salary cap is with other teams. I mean, even the the Rams who seemed to last year go out and buy a championship, like they they had a pretty lucky road, it seemed. Uh, the you Dolphins, know. in our division, the Dolphins have, are in worse shape than us with the salary cap. Mm-hmm. A lot of players to bring back, so... And we don't know what's going on with Tua on that. You go to the Jets, they've got a lot of great players. and mm-hmm. But they don't know who's going to be playing quarterback. And they might not have a quarterback for the future for a few years. Uh, and it's looked like they might be, you know, King Lear in the forest. So. <laughs> yeah, it is funny yeah, with the Patriots. It's uh, I keep thinking like, yeah, they're going to like fall off. But it's like, but they probably will like be that middle of the road team. We're in a tough division. It's another thing I wanted to get into. Uh, I still think we're, yeah. Yeah. we're still like the favorites. I, we're the king. I think we're actually by quite a, I think by a wide margin, we still are. Um, oh, yeah, it's uh, until... <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, like, even more than the, especially with the salary cap situation, we kind of know what the Dolphins are going to bring. If the Jets can somehow figure out that quarterback situation, huge if, huge if. I mean, that squad could be, like, scary. That was a team, uh, I mean, like, let's watch today. Today was just an anomaly. The Jets were the best, probably the scariest defense we faced this season twice. They definitely limited us. But if they don't have a quarterback to uh, lead that team, it's uh, like they're going to have to figure that out quickly. And yeah, no, I, I expect us to still be the kings of the AFC East and be one of the top top three teams next year with along with uh, the Chiefs. And, um, you know, and we'll also see with the Chiefs. I have no idea what their situation is. I don't know. They keep getting some draft picks. Cincinnati is scary. Yeah, they, they were just the beginning last year and they were in the Super Bowl. So, oh, yeah, well, Didn't before it? their time. but. We'll see. <laughs> Quarterback, two great receivers at the top. Uh, I mean, Tyler Boyd, I don't know if he's how, where he is on that point. Hayden Hurst still has some up. We talked yeah, about Hayden is. Hurst yesterday. Man, where where is that guy the rest of the season? <laughs> yeah, and, and the defense, DJ Reader is going to be, I, I think he's a future Hall of Famer. <laughs> I really do. I think he's just about to have a name in the uh, in the league. He just completely clogged yeah. me up that middle. Definitely, yeah. When we were talking yesterday, uh, two names I did not hear at all today from the Bengals: uh, Hubbard and Hendricks and Double H. Did not hear them much at all. Which, yeah, uh, yeah, no, they, yeah. It didn't really feel like the defense was shutting us down, even while they were shutting us down. I didn't see anyone mm-hmm. secondary, which was supposed to be their weakness, might have been the strongest. 
I had mentioned Von Bell, heard nothing of Jesse Bates. Von Bell came up huge and Mike Hilton, who he, uh, he, had, yeah. some huge, he had some huge plays, especially late. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'd like to see if, like if we had played this team, you know, in a best of three, but like I'm bitching a bit about the Bills. Bengals just played phenomenally today. It's yeah. just, you gotta, you gotta give that credit where it's due and, and also good for them. They've, <laughs> they we kind of like we should have a soft spot for them. It's a little hard right now, but I'm not feeling really terrible to them today. But asking yeah. four days, I, I, their fan base. I've never had really had a problem with their fan base, and uh, destinies have been intertwined the last couple of years. Oh, not even just the last couple of years. I still remember 1988 when the second playoff game I ever saw. I remember it as a just a game where felt confident going into the game, but then there was just you just couldn't catch up you could never catch up and you know you just couldn't get any traction and before you knew it the game was over and that was how this game felt so it was days of the Bengals. it is funny that was also yeah i was nine years old in that playoff and i do remember um yeah that was the second game and i think i was kind of unaware that the Bengals were somewhat favored in that game yeah uh, i just knew like the bill the bills are great we're gonna beat this Bengals team and yeah, they did. Uh, and I was shocked, like twenty-one to ten. Like, how did that happen? But uh, I think most of the NFL like knew more than my uh, nine-year-old self at the time. So that kind of goes back into uh, kind of like Bill's trivia, and we have some uh, trivia to get to in a little bit here. It is now we are now zero and three against the Bengals in playoff history. So they are definitely like our uh, you know overall playoff boogeyman. So to say, recent times, it seems like it was the Chiefs. But yeah, that's a uh, Jacksonville 0-2 we're against. I remember and, those, both very painful. Oh, well, absolutely. Five in the face, the first time losing a home game. Something you thought we couldn't possibly lose a home game. And that's, yeah, it's only happened one other time and twice now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now I feel comfortable going to a Bills home playoff game because I was at that one when I was 17 in 1996 and just thinking like, I'm going to go see the bills win a playoff game. And especially against the, is that their second year in existence? Yeah. Yeah. No, it didn't. It did not. They were definitely favored in that game. And that was one of those games where it was close the whole way. And you're like, Oh, there's no way they're going to lose. There's there's no way they're going to lose. It's, it's, it's too close for comfort, but there's no way they're going to lose. And then they lost. No, it was a total, it was a total bummer. Okay, and like my mind couldn't wrap around that. Like we, you know, that was, that was like still like Kelly, Bruce, Thurman, Reed. I was like, how how did this team lose to the Jaguars? And uh, you know, as I've gotten older, I've come to realize like you know anything can happen. This team now, uh, Allen's now four and four in the playoffs. Not a bad record. Uh, you know, you have to look at it from the perspective of where we were a few years ago. Twenty six. Uh, He's 26, so... He's 20, he is, yeah, he's 26, and he's going to be back in the playoffs uh, regularly now, and, yeah, still yeah. processing everything tonight, because <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I have to say I'm a little zen about it. It's, uh, yeah. A lot yeah. of things changed, a lot of things changed with the Hamlin thing, you know, it's, it was kind of nice to, nice to see him, like, really progress, and for me to get to the point where it's like, yeah, now football is all that matters, but like still it's uh that's one of the most important things and 
still just love this team. It's <laughs> it was very upsetting today, but like not I'm not exactly shocked. I knew we were vulnerable. I felt Bengals could be too. And it's just, you know, like anything can happen, you know, maybe maybe we'll win the Super Bowl as a seven seed. Not not that it'll happen. Uh maybe that's our destiny. Next year we're a uh, we're the fifth or sixth predicted team or we're not the the Vegas favorites and we yeah. <laughs> through a schedule. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no, that's a thing. We're definitely yeah, there'll be a couple people who'll be like, Yeah, hey, like why not the Bills? You know, especially maybe if we sign a make some huge signing, but you know, have to think regardless of what happens, probably like, a lot of people are gonna be picking the Bengals. They, yeah. they might they might now be the new AFC darlings and but that changes moment to moment. Doesn't make it any harder to win or harder to win. For sure. And I know uh, a little uh, little hard to talk about now, but um, still football going on. Sometimes hard to think about. I, last year, I remember when, when the Bills lost that devastating game to Kansas City, I was 100% like, I'm not watching another football game this season because that was just... That was that was more heartbreaking than this year because it was we were so close. At least this year, the band aid was ripped off very quickly in the game. Uh, then, like two days later, I came to realize, like, eh, I still love football. Looks like the uh, got Kansas City versus Cincinnati, Philadelphia versus San Francisco. Do you have a? I know you don't have a rooting interest in any of this, but do you do you see one of these four teams coming out? I'm going to go with this point: 49ers over Bengals. Okay, that's a good one. You know, obviously, I know my good buddy Drew Guthrie is uh, watching. Big time Chiefs fans been one of my been uh, my like homie for life for twenty five years. Big time Kansas City fan. We're very supportive of each team. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with your Super Bowl, your Super Bowl matchup. But I'm gonna go with Bengals over Niners. There's yeah. something about uh, the Bengals. Something about those teams going right at each other. Oh, I was not doing it. I know there's a, it's not Brock Purdy per se, but <laughs> it's still pretty that, impressive for a Mister Irrelevant to not. And seriously, like that's just something any football fan just has to be thinking about. How crazy would it be for a not only a Mister Irrelevant but a rookie Mister Irrelevant to win the Super Bowl? You might have actually just got me interested in watching another football game. Yeah, that would be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a lot of it. He has quite a supporting cast, and he's also looked like the best quarterback the uh, Niners have had this season. Trey Lance, he might be perfect trade bait for them. They can probably get something for him. That would be for a team that already has a lot. Uh... <laughs> oh yes, yeah, they got to look out for them in the future. But that Purdy situation is. I mean, they're going to have their hands full with uh, Philadelphia. That's uh, they are. Path for any teams here. That's yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be rooting for the Chiefs out of respect for my boy, uh, but you know, I'm definitely rooting for the AFC. It'll make the Bills look better, and maybe save the hunger. Maybe the Bengals get it out of their system. Absolutely, the yeah. All they need, and uh, next year. Oh yeah, they'll be and right. Uh, the yeah, no, and that's uh, that's kind of one thing I've always talked about, like. Because Bills are one of 12 teams that have never won a Super Bowl. And for some reason, I don't want any other team winning like, <laughs> winning a Super Bowl. I might make an exception for the Bengals. You know, could be like the could be the nice thank you for, you know, how hospitable they were, you know, 20 days ago. And, you know, why not just 
harboring something like that might just be unhealthy because we can get ours. We can, we can win it all next year. 2004, the Red Sox finally won. And the next year, the White Sox finally won. Like, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it could be a string, you know. Yeah, Bengals win it this year. Bills win four in a, four straight years. <laughs> the next years, and then uh, over two it, over Dallas, one over the Giants, and one over the uh, Commanders. Exactly. Yeah, and then maybe after our four win, uh, four Super Bowl win streak, maybe the Lions or Browns. Yeah, yeah we get the Lions in at that point. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll give it to them. Throw somebody then, to the Browns, uh, not to the Browns, none to the Browns. <laughs> yeah, and so. Uh, so real quick, I'm starting to get the uh, two-minute warning here from the producers, but uh, I have to go back. I did. We did a trivia question last week. The trivia question last week was, do you remember Andrew Seiler of the Dolphins had a defensive touchdown against us in a playoff game? And would you tell our fans who was the last team to score a defensive touchdown against us prior to that? Oh, dear. <laughs> Was it Jacksonville? It was it was Jacksonville. And uh-huh. I did for extra extra credit who was the guy who scored it. That was Jacksonville in nineteen ninety-six, by the way. It was a guy whose name I barely remembered. And I watched that game and yeah, I, I don't got it. I don't yeah. got it. It was uh, Clyde Simmons. Clyde Simmons. Oh, Good yeah. old Clyde Simmons. Oh, yeah. And the uh, trivia for next week. And if you do know the answer to this, uh, please let me know after the show because we want to give our audience a chance to answer. I came up with this with the hopes that we would be going to the AFC Championship. But in the Super Bowl era, which is six games for Buffalo, there are four players tied with two interceptions in the AFC Championship, Bill's AFC Championship lore. Okay. Name two of them. Two it's a hard one, that. so yeah. I'm going to let you answer after the show. You probably know two. It's a hard I one. Guesses. But, uh, you know, Jason, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I know it's a little, little tough. We, you know, we planned this, and we were hoping this to be a much, much more joyous event. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, there's few more loyal Bills fans that I know, you know, more than you. So it was definitely nice to commiserate. Hopefully this was a little therapeutic. Uh, it was, it was dancing to the edge of sanity. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, regardless, you know, Bills win or lose, they're still a source of uh, joy in our lives. The last cu- couple of years is they win a lot more than they lose. So it's still right. worth it. It's still fun to be a fan. You still, and it's, I'm thankful that more often than not absolutely and you know sometimes i think uh the more pain we uh endure with this team the sweeter the reward will be and i like this team i think they're a great bunch of players i love our and i love sean mcdermott i think sean mcdermott is the kind of coach that i like to have on a team the, the very emotionally supportive type of, of coach and uh i think there's a power to that he's a cohesive center no, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's an easy team to root for and, yeah. you know, easy team to like. No, it's not like we're rooting for, uh, you know, a Raiders team of old where, <laughs> you know. Or the Browns this year. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, once again, uh, Jason, we're going to have you on again. Uh going to be a lot to talk about during the offseason, free agency, the draft. <laughs> 
off podcast, we'll be talking a lot about that in the, in the next few months to come. Talking tape. Absolutely. Uh, thank you again. And thank you to the audience. Uh, we appreciate you every week. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Bills or Bus Pod. And take care of yourselves. And let's go, Buffalo. Thanks again for listening to Buffalo Bills or Bust. Remember to like and subscribe. Leave a comment. And let's go, Buffalo. Buffalo Bills or Bust has been a Samurai Dinosaur production. Copyright 2023.